Welcome back to beautiful Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. Tommy Mosslander is the intern brought to you by Quick Trip. My name is Chris Denman. It's We Are Live. We have Travis Terrell joining us live from Brooklyn, New York, Hipsterville, USA, as it's known. Oh, what? Hello. You look upset. Oh, hold on. Oh, no audio. I kind of like it there. better like that. That was there really nice. Go. There we go. What were you saying, Trav? Oh, uh, I was saying good morning, everyone. Oh, hello. Good morning. Uh, I will say uh, big thanks to Tech Electronics. They help us put the studio together. Great company from right here in St. Louis. Help out your business or individual needs. Tech Electronics, everybody. Uh, Travis, we love getting into the sentence of the week. It's uh, a big part of my life. I love uh, kind of going over the things that drag you down here and there. And then uh, you do a great job of uh, performing when it's time. Do you want to check this out? Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do sentence of the week. I didn't like your attitude. There's still no open for that? There's no open for that then? No, we don't have the production value there. You want to work on that maybe? You normally do your own opens, so I thought you would handle that actually. Well, that's rude. (laughs) Yeah, of you. I'm a New Yorker now. I don't do my own work. Yeah, you kind of become a jerk. You want me to make the open? Ryan from the office. That's who you are. You're tweeting about it last night. Gardner keeps calling me Ryan from the office, and he may be right. (laughs) That did not end well, buddy. (laughs) That did not not end well. Uh, You're going to be taking Tommy's job uh, at that rate, right? That's what happened with Ryan. I don't like that at all. He came back. (laughs) I'll be taking his job, right? That's how it works. Yeah, you move your way up. Uh, Travis has a little trouble with... uh, words and uh and the like we combine those and make a big sentence at the end of the week yeah and once again i gave tommy the words the list of words and tommy put together the sentence for this week you're in for a doozy buddy and uh (laughs) (laughs) oh boy oh boy did tommy help on this i wrote it tommy wrote the sentence i gave him the words he wrote the sentence so what did tommy have prepared for us there you go all right. Oh boy, uh, that is a lot. That is a lot. Okay, give me a second. Let me widen my screen. Okay. You got a good All look right, there. All right, here we go. All right. Mm-hmm. Here we go. After dressing in a colorful cardigan and black slacks, Michael Rapaport arrived at the Canberra. What? K from the Uber pool vehicle shared with proper people who show support of him wanting a shuck hand job from the cherubic prodigal son. I don't like how good that was. Yeah, was you really kind of, he made your he, way through well, it. Well, he, Cavernous still gets him. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. Let's After dressing in a, here we go. Sentence of the week. After dressing in a colorful cardigan and black slacks, Michael Rappaport arrived at the cavernous cave from uh-huh. the Uber pool vehicle shared with proper people who showed support of him wanting a wahoo hand job <laughs> from their cherubic prodigal son. Oh, not bad. You feel good about that? Wahoo-ha. It's the flutter. It's the flutter. It's Detective the... Uh, Pikachu. <laughs> The caravan of mostly Central American immigrants is now in the Mexican city of Guadalajara. 
It's so much better when you think about how many millions of people were tuned in watching that. Wait, what the? They have a stroke. Oh my goodness! Uh, we can a, we get the um, can we get the translator? Can they say that Mexican city's name? Um, hold yeah, on you here. could. You could go to Google uh, Translate, and that would uh, pronounce it for you. I believe. I think we did it last time, but regardless, he may he may make his laptop explode. So the blood's on your hand, sir. I, I have not. I'm look. I want to trash Lou Dobbs as much as anyone, but. That word, I can absolutely understand why he bailed. I, I, what do you do with that word? Huistla. What? Huistla. Hmm? Excuse me? Huistla. That's the name of the town, Huistla. Huistla. I disagree. Huistla. I don't accept that pronunciation. This is nice try, Tommy. Well, Sorry, I can read your stupid sentence. <laughs> you, you know why I thought it was going to get you so bad? Huistla. Because yesterday I read it. A gardener, and I couldn't get through it myself. Mm-hmm. And that's mm. when I was like, ah, it's gonna be a hard one. I messed up that's on cardigan. I messed up on slacks. I messed up on Weasla. Well, we kind of overlooked it, <laughs> but uh, Tommy last hour used the word laster day. Yeah, so. He did. <laughs> mm, he did. Quite Which technically, he's technically right. <laughs> don't, don't you. Don't use that logic with him, man. Oh, Come Master on. Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm right, everybody. Mm. I'm always What'd right. you do last today? <laughs> that works. <laughs> I performed at a Helium Comedy Club with Ron Finger. You did? You performed last night. How'd it go? Uh, it went okay because, I mean, it, it went well. I was kind of thinking about getting you that uh, HBO Go password the whole time, but... Mm, I'm so, sorry. I didn't mean to distract you. <laughs> And how was I supposed to know you were doing stand-up when you said you just found out you were going to be on someone's show? That's so how fair. was I supposed to know? That's fair. I was hoping you – I thought we had a connection and that you just mm, – No. We don't. Oh, all right. See, if, see if I defend you later. Mm, this is a rough <laughs> one. Uh, we have an accusation in the comments from a local comedian, Ron Finger, saying Tommy's wearing the same clothes he wore last night. <laughs> uh, so I needed to bring that to, uh, to attention Here's of everybody. Travis, right. Travis is a pro at this. Yeah, this could be a, that's a trend on this <laughs> yeah, show. Travis is like, me too. <laughs> let's, let's talk about this. I had on yesterday a long sleeve uh, black shirt. At buttons down here. This is the second time uh, Billy Fat Pants in the comments was asking why you weren't wearing your Scarlet H today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spilled soy sauce on it. <laughs> what are we going to do, Trev? What are we going to do? Now, I don't have any photographic evidence that I was in a different... Well, actually, I might. I have photographic evidence that I was in a different shirt last night. Mm. So let me go to my mommy's Instagram. Oh, no. Your what? Uh, oh, Jesus. No. Oh, God. Instagram. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Tommy. He didn't say mother. He did not say mother. He said mommy. Yeah, oh, God. Said, What's wrong with saying mommy? That's the- oh, Jesus. Because you're, you're a grown-ass man that pay taxes, and you should really not say I've that out loud. I've never paid taxes. Do you have a problem with oh, the word God, pappy? Oh, God. Don't say that out loud either. Mm. Pappy, Travis? Oh, Do you not God. like pappy either? You say pappy? You I address any of your family members as pappy? No. I call my That's what I thought. Uh, grandpappy, grandpappy. Is that weird? No, you don't. Is your grandpappy a, a old black man that owns a Cadillac? Yeah. I mean, he used to. Now it's mine. Oh no. I don't. I don't like where this is headed. So you have. Who is Arthur Fonzarelli? Oh. 
<laughs> that's the best. That's the funniest thing. That's from Ron Finger. That's he ever called been out said on. Yeah. That's the funniest thing ever on Tommy, the show. Tommy, put, put your thumbs up. There you go. No, you point. Mm. Right? Oh, it's Henry Winkle. It's the yes, fun. Yes, yes, yes. That's what oh, that was my Jesus. brother's nickname in high school. He just put two and two together. Oh, oh God. No. <laughs> the acting coach from Barry? Exactly. Oh, what a horrible The principal millennial. from Scream? <laughs> <laughs> Iconic my brother's, role. Oh. My brother's nickname all through high school and still today is The Fonz. No, it's not. Yes, it really is. <laughs> it's never happened. Because his last name was Fonseca, so they started calling him The Fonz. Do we need to go That's into lineage? Half brother. Okay. All right. It's 100% true. It's even his Instagram handle. He is so what much school did he go to? Where, what school did he go to? Granite City High School. Mm. Well, that explains it. Yeah, no, that there explains it is. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't even uh, need to say anything after that. Uh, we have actor uh, Ryan Drummond stopping by. Travis, he's uh, voiced Sonic the Hedgehog in the past. Do you have any... Is he going to be a part of the movie? Uh, I don't believe so. He's got a one-man show at uh, Westport Plaza. I don't think so. We can talk about it. But did you have anything... Do you have any, uh, any talking points you'd like me to drive home in regards to uh, said upcoming movie? Uh, at the end of the day, after they stopped filming, did he take any Sonic rings home? Oh, great question. That's fair. I like that. Also, Dr. Robotnik, was he ever on drugs? Mm -hmm. And is he a real doctor? And if so, what institution did he get his uh, degree right. from? Is it honorary? Did he earn it? Like, what's ha Is he a chiropractor? Is that what's happening here? That could be it. I'm going to be honest. I can't I can't hear Sonic's voice in my head for some reason. It's been so long since I've watched this show. What the, yeah, I believe there's a cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been so long since I've watched it. I forgot what his voice sounds like. So make sure you guys record that. You guys should probably film it. Oh, okay. Thank you. Will you stay? Will you, since you're not going to be part of the interview, are you going to stay logged in and enjoy the program? Uh, if if, uh, if my internet works, yeah. Oh, is, it, is, it, is there a surge like one of those crazy surges? Did the Green Goblin knock out a transformer in your on your block? Man, you just never know, man. You got Stark Tower. You mm -hmm. got the Fantastic Four. Spider Man be rolling around Brooklyn. I don't I don't know how this works. I'm new here. Travis, I got I got this for you. Uh, he's got to work on some stuff for his fellowship, and he might not be able to listen today. Oh, okay. Thank you. The uh, the voice. Thanks, Tommy. Through. You're welcome. Uh, Travis, before we uh, let you fade out, uh, our guest is here, so we'll get him in in just a moment. Uh, any uh, any more tips uh, or things you're looking forward to in New York for the weekend as it gets warmer? It's really hot here now. It's going to be smelling like cooked trash in New York soon. I think a lot of people already know this. Uh, Tommy, you're probably very well aware of this, but I highly recommend for all of you who are out there writing, and either it's for your stand-up or for a novel or for a screenplay, uh, get into writing groups. It's, it's, I, I know it's very easy to be an introvert when you're a writer, but it is really good to be around other writers, other creatives when you're trying to work on a project because saying it out loud in front of a, a group of people can really go a long way and save you a lot of stress in the long run. So my tip uh, from what I've learned so far here with the fellowship with Sesame Street is to find a group of people that you can trust, of course, and people that you feel comfortable around. And once you do, it's okay to share where you're stuck and some ideas that you want to put into a particular project because it, it truly does go a long way. I understand when we had Tone Bell and Rojo Perez in, I understood 
why it's important to have collaborators. So uh, best of luck to everyone out there working on projects this weekend. All right, keep up the uh, Sesame Street heat in New York. Travis, we'll bring you back for fair foul at the end of the show. Sound good? All right, peace. I'll talk to you guys in a sec. All right, don't uh, drink too much morning wine, my friend. Uh, that was Travis Rell live in Brooklyn, New York. He'll be back right now joining in studio. You see him on camera, Ryan Drummond. Hey. He's at the Westport Playhouse all weekend long. He's got a uh, one-man show, Men Are From Mars. Winner, women are from Venus. How are you, Ryan? Good to I'm see you in great. St. Louis, man. Yeah, great to be here. Yeah, what's uh, what's the word? How how have we been? How have we been doing with this? I assume you've been touring with the show. I have two and a half years now. Two and a half years, yeah. man. That's pretty wild. I saw obviously some of your uh, your background in acting, voiceover. Sonic's a big part of uh, right. of your life. Uh, in regards to this show how you're concepting it. I know people can get tickets online. I highly recommend you guys go out and see it. Our friend Julie uh, brought you in. She always brings people from very, very talented backgrounds. So we're, we're very excited about that. Oh, Tommy, there you go. Look at this. Thanks. This is water. Tommy what Brazo. a great intern. Is this the vodka like I asked? Yes, thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> he's a creative. He's got he's to gotta get into it. Uh, <laughs> so off-Broadway hit, good. comedy, comedic show what uh what i guess drove you to put it together in the first place and that because i mean you you have traditional i mean that not this isn't traditional but uh it's a big undertaking yeah it totally is and, and luckily a lot of the work was done for me the show actually had been uh touring for about five years when mm -hmm. i got a call uh, from the director mindy cooper and she said you know what this is a it's a special show that kind of needs certain talents and i feel like this is right up your alley and uh, I had kids then. I still do. Good uh, for you. But, uh, they, <laughs> but she was like... You don't usually opt out of that. Right, exactly. Usually. Usually. Yeah. And she was like, are your kids old enough where you might be able to tour a little bit? And I was like, yeah, they're, you know, six and eight or whatever they were. And, mm -hmm. and uh, so I started started uh, rehearsing a large script that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fun. Two-hour monologue, no big deal. Yeah, that's no worries at all. What's, uh, I guess, with your, with your background... Uh, and then actually putting this out there uh, to audiences throughout the country, what's the most difficult part? I mean, it's a it's a canned question, but difficult part of being up there for two hours. I mean, is, is it just the vulnerability? I mean, the the writing. What what's the most difficult part of the actual performance itself? You know, luckily, I think like the pros of it and the cons of it are a nice seesaw, and they balance out real well because mm -hmm. it's like when you don't have to. It's just you, so you don't have anybody to rely on which can be a really good thing and a really terrible and terrifying is, thing. Is it more mechanical? Is in like you just, you hit your spots and you know where it's coming and you know what emotion to deliver. That it just seems, it seems like a lot. It, it, it is, it is certainly a lot. And I had never done a full length one man show in my life before. Mm -hmm. And I've been acting since I was, you know, for 40 years. And so I was like, you know, how different can it be? Well, it turns out very different. <laughs> um, but you know, what's funny, I was uh, my, and I don't know if this is just my mind, but it's very linear in my head. So if you ask me to do something from the middle of the show, can't. Right. But if, if I start at the beginning, I say the first line and then the second line follows the first line and the third line follows the second line. And I can just kind of go through the show. And by now, two and a half years later, I've done it enough where if I decide to take a tangent or if something happens in the audience, I can talk about that. Or yeah. we can kind of go wherever we need to go 
and uh, my mind will always stay on the I'm highway. picturing a creative maze that the wall follows you as you move forward and there's no going back, That's right? Exactly That's right. exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly what you're doing That's in the terrifying. process. That's yeah. It is, ab absolutely it is. Have there been, uh, what's, you, you mentioned audience interactions. We do a ton of stuff with comedians, other performers. Some people uh, can run with it. Uh, some people mm -hmm. it makes the show better. In this, in such a creative undertaking like this that is so regimented, Anything throw you off that an audience member has done so far? I mean, is it the classic bachelorette party decided to have a night out for a minute from Mars, from Venus? I mean, what can throw you off? What has thrown you off? Oh, you know what? I, I'm proud to say not too much has thrown me off. Mm -hmm. uh, well, welcome to St. Louis. I we did, could test yeah. you this weekend. So that, is, that is not a that is not a a, 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 challenge, a challenge issued. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, I, I had a couple couple rowdy crowds here and there. That, yeah, you know, people drink and they come to the show, but. Uh, but uh, you just you just go with it. It makes it more makes it more fun. You gotta roll with it. Yeah, yeah that makes absolutely. sense. Again, we've got Ryan Drummond. If you guys are tuned in on the live stream, you can get tickets for the Playhouse at Westport Plaza online. Easy to find. Visit the event website. You can get tickets through Metro Tix and uh, great uh, a great time. Sixty bucks online again. Metro dot com and uh, it's men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Other projects you've worked on. Is it strange, you've voiced Sonic the Hedgehog, correct? Yes. Uh -huh. Is it strange with this uh, movie, the whole crazy, the internet is just undefeated with just <laughs> freaking out about insane things. The, yeah. So if you guys aren't aware, Ben Schwartz, he was in uh, Parks and Recreation, was voicing Sonic the Hedgehog in this big, I guess, undertaking of a movie. People didn't care for the teeth. In the uh, animation of the Sonic the Hedgehog, the video yeah. game character, oh, it's a big deal. Does that is that strange for you? A, are you uh, are you excited to see? I guess that expand without you, that could be kind of weird. Or you would think, hey, I did a pretty good job for a voice. No, you that know that could what? be interesting. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. Just because I'm still so entrenched in the Sonic community. Yeah. Um, and for a lot of people, uh, that that my my voice is the one they grew up on. Right. You know, I I did like eight games, lots of talking products, lots of commercials, and this is from '98 to about 2004 or so. And so I can always claim I was the original video game voice of the character. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's something I'll always have. In regards to entertainment work, is that uh, icing? Or is that, I mean, is that about as good as it gets for like side gig? Not even, I shouldn't say side gig. Right. I don't mean financially, but right. it seems like you're not going to have to spend near as much. You just go into a sound booth and get after it, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it, was, it was the best job ever. Yeah. And, and it still continues to be. I mean, I'm doing like a, uh, a Sonic uh, the Hedgehog convention in LA like next month. How many people will be at that? Oh, I, this so is, many. Uh, this is a Sonic Revolution. Uh, <laughs> hit them up. It's in LA, uh, June 8th, 9th, something really? like that. It'll uh, be like a huge theater. Yeah. I think it's like 500 people. Come That's to great. This one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, any crossover? Anybody that uh, knows that about you that comes out to see the Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, One Man Show, <laughs> maybe they happen. maybe they bust out like under the overcoat, like, hey, Sonic T-shirt. <laughs> right, exactly. I do put it out on uh, Twitter's kind of my avenue for Sonic stuff. Yeah. Uh, Sonic stuff kind of stays away from email and Facebook and all that, but Twitter is kind of my, my, my Sonic pipeline to the world. Right. And uh, and I'll put it out on Twitter, like, I'm here's where I am doing my show, and I have people show up, like, semi-often. That's fun. Yeah, it Yeah, is. that's kind of some nice, uh, just nice to know that you have that uh, support, I guess, wherever totally. you're headed. And Sonic is so universal that, like, if I was ever, like, say, stuck in the middle of Texas, I could just put on Twitter, 
I'm stuck here. Whose house can I stay at? Why is it got to be? Why is it got to be Texas? That's a big state, hey, man. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just worried. Where did? Because I've been stuck in Texas before. So <laughs> that's that happened. Came huh? to mind, yes. Oh man, where did you grow up? I grew up actually. I was born in Ohio, but I was raised right outside of Detroit, Michigan. So. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I'm a Midwest guy. Yeah. That that there's there's a calming presence about you, right? Not Very coming in with so. some elitist. My co-host is in New York working on a. Uh, you saw him on the live stream uh-huh, yes. just a second ago. In about uh, two weeks, he's picked up uh, a New York attitude. He's forgot right. about the little people in the Midwest, <laughs> man. So it's uh, it's been tough to deal with. I'm it's, sure you've dealt with that in New York. It's a little, it's a thing. Yeah. As soon as I got back here, I was just like, ah, oh, my shoulders lowered, and I was just like, great to be back in the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, wait, somebody's opened a door for me. What's yeah. happening here? Uh, <laughs> when a billboard that I came in, it said "please" and "thank you" on it. I was like, <laughs> it just, literally did. Just it's remember. A, yeah, yeah, I know that billboard you're talking I've been about. Saying it constantly the last day. Yeah, that's that's a requirement here in St. Mm-hmm. Louis. Uh, in regards to uh, your career, how long how, are you in New York currently? When did you go to New York, L.A.? What's the story? No, I actually uh, went from after I graduated from Eastern Michigan University uh, back in the mid '90s. I went to California. And Chippewas? What, what are the? What's Eastern Michigan there? The Is that Central Michigan? Now. Eagles. Yeah, dang it. It, okay. used to, it used to be a Native American thing, and then they changed it to the Eagles. Good for of course, While I was there. Yep. Um, but I graduated in 95 and then headed out to Southern California and was there for about 12 years. And I've been last 10 years or so, I've been in uh, San Francisco. Wow. What's the, uh, what's the San Francisco entertainment scene like right now? It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, lots there. There's just so much going on. So much going on. And it's great for actors because it's like, it's not LA. So you don't have to deal with those kinds of numbers. Typhus. But yeah. You know, and all the syphilis and everything. <laughs> yeah, everything um, in the uh, city. <laughs> But the um, everyone's got like a you know every ad agency has a San Francisco office. Yeah. Of course, Silicon Valley's there, so there's sure. lots of like industrial work to be done and training films and this, that, and the other. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of work that you can get into, and it's not necessarily adding on the uh, Hollywood annoyances. Exactly. Yeah. And lots of video game companies have offices there too, and Pixar, and you name it. Do you walk in and you just kind of they're just like, hey, Sonic's here. Like <laughs> for a video game. I, do. I wonder if there's crossover with that. I wonder if there would be a like people like, eh, he used it for Sonic. We better not use you for gangster number three in, right. uh, in this violent game. Right. Is there quite a bit of crossover because they trust you? There is. And you know what's funny about going back with Sonic so far is that when I started The Voice in 98, now these kids who were like, say, 10 mm-hmm. in 1999 are now 30. Yeah. And so it's like they started off by playing the games and now they're working at the companies. And That's they're wild. Like, they're video game developers and they're designers and they run stuff. And so it's very common for me to walk into an audition for something and then, like, I, I was just, just happened a couple months ago. I was, in, uh, I was in the booth auditioning for a Petco radio ad. Yeah. And I was, you know, saying Petco, where the pets go or whatever. Can I say that? Yeah. Please. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like, I, I need back another. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> Thanks. Was, hey, let me cut that together. That yeah, let's do that. I think we can make One this take, happen. baby. Uh, All right. But, uh, but so I was in there and I did the thing and the studio engineer was just like, great, can you do it again with this angle? And I did. And then he was like, great. Uh, that's all I need. But before you go, um, can you do my voiceover greeting as Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> so that happens quite a bit where it's like now it's like I'm dealing with these adults day to day that grew up playing the games. Endearing or annoying? Oh, totally endearing. Great. Totally. We've got 30 pages of dialogue I need read in Sonic's voice. <laughs> you got if you it. Can, you I got mean, it. we've got a little bit of time. Do you think you can knock that out? Sure. I, I leave okay. on Tuesday. I'll see you okay. on Wednesday. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Sounds like a great time. <laughs> uh, it, as far as, um, I guess, I'm trying to think a uh, little name drop here. Are you familiar with a guy named Earl Skakel? He's a comic Skakel. in Los Angeles. He voices uh, stuff on uh, Cartoon Network. Okay. Long story short. 
he is a comic. He does all kinds of different stuff. That guy said he's just like voiceover, voiceover, voiceover. He'll take that over a stand-up tour, right. anything else in regards to you, live performances, voiceover, acting, whatever gigs that you can grab. What's number? What? Give me the top three that you that you would prefer. That I prefer. Prefer. Just personally, creatively. Yes. Oh, definitely live theater. Live theater. I grew up doing that since I was five years old. Live theater over TV. Oh, definitely. Li- now, now live TV. Of course, you make ten times the money. Sure, money. But, yeah. You know, so we're not talking money here. If we're just talking about you know creative. Uh, uh, preferences definitely live theater live theater. do you like feeding off the audience just right there oh, in the, absolutely in the moment? yeah i mean theater is just it's storytelling you know and so it's like i just love being in a room and we're stary- storytelling right and you're not gonna if you do tv or movie you're not gonna get feedback for six months oh a my year, gosh two yeah. years and it's <laughs> just such it? a sterile i mean it's glamorous yeah okay but right. it's it's just such a sterile uh situation where it's like i, I remember doing a tv show like some years ago and uh, they kept telling me, they were just like, oh, we're going to shoot you right before lunch. And I was like, great. So I'm in my trailer, which is, you know, a closet. And, uh, and it didn't happen. And he was like, okay, go to lunch. We're going to shoot you right after lunch. So anyway, he ended up saying that for three days. Like kept saying, we're going to get you right before lunch. And you can't really throw a fit. You can't, can't do you're anything. happy for the work. Yeah, you can't do anything. So I sat in a closet for three days just waiting for my moment to come. You know, it was just... <laughs> Did it eventually come? It did. Okay. But by the end, I was so stir-crazy from being on set for so long, and I had met all the people, and I'd ate all the craft services, and I'm just like, <laughs> I will give you the entire paycheck back if I can just go home right now. Time is yeah. so important in this <laughs> situation. So uh, quick announcement. Uh, this is Ryan Drummond. He's got Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus live. It's uh, the off-Broadway hit comedy based on the best-selling book by John Gray. Just got a, uh, a discount code for you guys. Hey. If you go to Metro Ticks, you can get half-off tickets. Oh, what? Type in all caps <clears throat> PLAZA. That's right. PLAZA. We'll hook you up with uh, half-off. Again, go through Metro Ticks, metroticks.com, and just uh, search out the events page. That's, uh, that's actually super interesting. In regards to being on set, uh, People maybe not think about that. Whole lot of sitting around. Maybe whole a whole lot, lot of opportunity of. to get into. I can see if people had vices or issues. Like mm, it's oh. a good time to run wild. <laughs> it sure uh, is. <laughs> that could happen. It sure is. Uh, on set, do you just kind of? Is it a whole lot of waiting for you? Do you? I mean, do you Always. have a process that you can kind of navigate some of the stuff that maybe when you were more green on set that you would have wasted your time on or is it just you're at their mercy well you know i'm I'm at a different place in my life now because i've uh i've been lucky enough to been doing this game for so long that like when i started doing television and movies and so forth uh it was before smartphones and technology so it's like you you bring a book you know you bring a magazine and when you're done with that then you start lighting fires or whatever yes um not really but well, anyway, I mean, there was uh, that time we, we won't bring it up. We don't talk about these things. Yeah. But uh, but now it's like you can get a lot of work done when yeah. you're not, when you're just waiting. But back then it was pretty much just like uh, you know whittle a stick into an old sea captain and you know you're gonna finish that people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> so in regards to obviously this is uh, this has to be incredibly exciting that you get to tour with this. In regards to next projects where you kind of see yourself. I mean, there's so many streaming outlets so many different potential projects for theater. What do you want to do in the next, I guess, few years? Keep this going? Do you want to pursue 80 other things? What's going on? Well, I've been kind of uh, lucky enough and cursed enough, I suppose, to kind of Frankenstein a living from doing this stuff for decades now. So Mm -hmm. I I haven't had, like I say, a day job, as it were. That's uh, nice. Be a nomad. Early 90s. I mean, it's been a long time. So I've been lucky enough to do... uh, So I'm like 
open to anything. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I really like, I like kind of dipping my feet in all kinds of pools. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose the dream would be being a voiceover guy. I would love to be on like, I, I mean, I'm going to say the Simpsons, but not literally sure. per se, but you know, those, those people on the Simpsons, I was just watching uh, Harry Shearer was being interviewed because it's like the, the hundredth anniversary of Spinal Tap or whatever it is this year. And um, <laughs> so, and they're all really old now. It's fantastic to they watch. Are. But, um, but I was just thinking, man, man he's been, uh, Shearer's been on The Simpsons now for what is it, 23, 24 years? Forever, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And he probably goes in on a Monday, maybe once every other week, records, gets a million dollars per episode, and then he's free to do other things. And I'm like, man, that's the dream. That's the dream. To Great just point. Be like Vanna White, you come in on a Monday, you knock out five Wheel of Fortunes, and then you're free the rest of the week. Right. To do other things. So anything you don't want to be voiceover on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would. That's kind of a weird question. I'm trying to. Politics think of it. aside, there are some politicians I wouldn't want to work for. Okay. Can, there you go. You know, go with that. Other than that, no, I'm a total whore that way. I will that do. Makes sense. You know, I'll put my voice to anything. Uh, most talented voice actor uh, you've ever come across or that you admire or aspire to uh, kind of go after? Oh, Phil you may Lamar. have already said Phil Lamar. Okay. Um, I did a Star Wars uh, uh, video game that he was on, and I just kind of got to watch him work for a little bit at the uh, at uh, Lucasfilm or whatever it was, and uh, which was exciting as it was. <laughs> I remember I walked in there, and they're like, uh, the guard was just like, yeah, you're going to be in this building over here. Go to the Yoda fountain and turn right. And I was like, <laughs> damn right I will. <laughs> we are here. Yes. And then apparently like on the hour, every hour, the Yoda like rises up and water shoots out of his ears. It's fantastic. But, um, Man. but yeah, fan I'm doing, um, Sonic kind of had a revival some years ago when I walked into, I actually, it was kind of a weird story. I don't know if we have time to get into it, but Certainly. I had to re-audition for my part. Oh, and, um, oh really? It was one of those things. It happens from time to time. But the best part was I walked into that studio and the studio engineer who did not know who I was, was reading the instructions. And he was just like, okay, we're gonna start from line one. We're gonna go to line 13. And it says here on my notes, try to sound as much as you can like Ryan Drummond. Do you know who that is? Can you do that? And I'm like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> so I went through the whole audition and, he, and, uh, and show, I was doing the voice and he was just, and he clicked in. He was like, damn, you sound just like him. Oh my you know? gosh. It's like, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's some practice. There's no That's, call sheet or right. anything. <laughs> yeah. He's just going to, mm. but when they called in, I mean, they had called in every heavy hitter. Uh, Tara Strong was there. Tom Kenny was there. I mean, it was like all these LA voiceover peoples. Willie Weingart was there. I mean, it was just like, everybody was trying out to be Sonic and, um, and they all had to sound like Ryan Drummond. So that's well. Congrats that you actually <laughs> got passed on your uh, on your own gig. Yeah, I exactly. Have, I have a buddy who's done. Uh, he's gotten to do a few voices on Family Guy, uh -huh. and he had a network TV show and everything too. And again, just to bring it back to the voiceover stuff, still see he's like it's the best. Oh, just it's getting to go in best. and work on that. Yeah. What was your first ever uh, entertainment job? You mentioned a few times when you started. Oh, I started doing children's theater because my dad was actually a director for children's theater. Oh, wow. And this is right outside of Dayton, Ohio. This is Kettering, Ohio's uh, just uh, children's theater. My brother had done it the year before I was eligible. I think he had to be in third grade, and so I was in second grade. And my brother had done a show with this, uh, I guess it was through the Parks and Rec Department or something. And my dad was just like, oh, no, no, these people are horrible. I got to take over this thing. So, <laughs> He's a pro. Right, yeah. So my dad was an awesome director. So he took over the Children's Theater, and we did that. I, my first seven or eight shows, I was directed by my father. So it's like a family business. And that worked out. There wasn't the, uh, it it was totally like, dad out. was a little too hard on you or anything. Oh, no, Obviously it, it worked out. Yeah. Like, man, what if, a... If anything, I was his best student. So <laughs> I already knew all the terms <laughs> going in. So, that's, that's perfect, then. Yeah. So, so I just kind of started doing that. And then when I got to, you know... 
you start doing make maybe a little uh, training film or something when you're in high school and college, trying out for some commercials and yeah. just whatever's there. And then when I moved to California, like the market got so much bigger. It was it was a big big move. Yeah, yeah. First voiceover I did was actually for a raccoon that solved math problems. Oh, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. So it was a it was a company called Lightspan Partnership in San Diego, and they do educational software. Not sure if they're still there. <laughs> but, I uh, sure hope they are. My agent called me. It was just like, do you want to go in for this voiceover thing? And I had never really done any, you know, professionally. Right. And I was like, sure, I can go in for that. And it was for a raccoon that solved math problems. And uh, so then actually it tied in later because that guy, um, guy named uh, Rick Bowman, who was the sound engineer there, he actually knew somebody at Sega. And so when they came up and they said, Sonic's going to start talking in these video games, this guy at Sega called Rick and was like, do you know anybody? And he was like, I got a dude who does raccoons for me. And you were like, the raccoon yeah, dude after so, one gig. <laughs> so he was like, I bet he could do hedgehogs. That's similar. Like, what is it? A marsupial? I don't know. Um, so. I, I feel like, uh, so again, you guys can get tickets online at MetroTix. If you enter Plaza, that's 50% off. Do you want to read your description as Sonic for Men from Mars? Oh, Men hell yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, I think we can't not do that right okay. now. If you just want to read your description, again, this is for the show. This is Ryan Drummond, star of a one-man show, as Sonic telling you about his own show at the okay. Westport Plaza. Keep in mind, it's like seven-something, because I'm on Pacific uh, time. But yep, <clears> yep. I, I believe in you. All right, here we go. The off-Broadway comedy hit Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus Live is a one-man fusion of theater and stand-up. And it's a light-hearted theatrical comedy based on the New York Times' number one best-selling book of the last decade by John Gray. Yeah! Moving swiftly through a series of vignettes, the show covers everything from dating and marriage to the bedroom. And you know that hedgehogs like the bedroom. Yeah, see you tonight! <laughs> <laughs> That, that Ryan Drummond, everybody. We can't do any better than that. Great work, man. He just jumped. I, w I literally refused to look at you. You yeah. were doing such a good job. I just saw Sonic in my head. That's, that's what I was hoping you do. Wonderful work, man. It was a pleasure to have you in. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Get to the show this weekend. That's the Westport Playhouse, MetroTix, the intercode Plaza, 50% off tickets. Say hey to Ryan. Thank you so much for coming in. We'll take a break and uh, get it. you out of here. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. Guys, it's We Are Live. We'll take a quick break. You're back on the other side with Travis in Brooklyn. We'll be right back. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. Welcome back to We Are Live. Yeah, just a little uh, in the back there. Tommy, if you want to get that part. How's the uh, quaff up front? Mm -hmm. You got that? Tommy's fixing my hair for me. He's getting his intern on. Yeah, keep uh, working that. Okay. Nope, nope, no spit. Uh, Tommy, the intern, fixing my hair, coming back. There was a request from uh, the crowd. Huge thanks to Ryan Drummond. That was so fun. How great was that uh, Sonic the Hedgehog voiceover reading for oh, that uh, was his show? Amazing. That was very good. That was a lot of fun. Um, trying to hold it together. Yeah. It great. <laughs> Absolutely. Gardner, uh, you have a special thing you wanted to tell us about before we bring Travis back in? Uh, yeah, um, you remember my friend Mike Mullen, who oh, texts been in me all the time. Before, yeah, a bartender at my local watering hole. Yes, does a lot of uh, philanthropic work in the community. Mm -hmm. He's had Mike Mullen Day in the city of St. Louis mm. before, um, and he has a Mullen Day every year through his Mullen Foundation. Absolutely, and it's raising money for charity, and he picks out several charities every year that are not necessarily some of the bigger ones. He tries to find 
you might have one or two or something like that, but also ones that might not get as enough recognition mm -hmm. to try and raise money for them. And so we do an event every year with auctions, with live music, with there'll be alcohol. My girlfriend, Jess, will be bartending for a couple of hours. Tool um, playing in the background? Um, I'm sure she'll request it. Okay. Uh, okay. But uh, this year's event will be taking place at Alpha Brewery. We've had an event there before. And also Alpha is donating 50% of all alcohol sales that day to the foundation as My well. My goodness, that is charitable. Yes, very <laughs> much so. For an hit me in the stomach. I was like, oh my gosh. We did a, uh, a washers tournament. No, actually a, a bags tournament there uh, last year for the foundation. And then we're taking the whole event there this year. So from noon to five this Saturday at Alpha Brewing Company, just off Filer, um, if you can come by. The, the charities involved, Chad's Coalition for Mental Health, Saving Grace, Little Patriots Embraced a New Dimension Soccer, uh, we'll have all that. We'll have uh, a little buffet too. Ten dollars all you can eat buffet. Some of the places you'll get some food from: Barbecue Saloon, Hello, West End Walk, Pickles Deli, Tom's Bar and Grill. These are all Central West That's End. A real deal, yeah, man. Yeah, restaurants. So yeah. Uh, we'll be there on Saturday. If anyone has anything they're looking to do, it'll be a good time. Will you sign autographs? Um, uh, uh, I don't. I don't really like to be out there like that. Okay, mm. fine. I'll sign uh, scooter helmets. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll or if, if people helmets. are wearing... To promote safety. If people are wearing carte blanche t-shirts purchased Most through the BuyJack web store... certainly would do that, yes. You would do that, absolutely. Yes. Uh, wow. Well, congrats on, uh, on Mullen Day, and uh, get out there and support, guys. That sounds like a hell of a time. Yeah, so just wanted to let people know that. Absolutely. That time of year again. Uh, will we be having Mr. Terrell join us? Oh yeah! Why don't we go ahead and do that? Mm -hmm. Oh, he's. I'm not, here's the thing. I get to see the preview before he pops on. Oh, and please say he has a shirt off. No, he's just, you know, uh, trying to be creepy. Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, we're giving away a free massage today from Soulshine Barefoot Massage Therapy. Before we do fair or foul, i got to tell you guys just a quick run through. Big thank yous to Tommy uh, Bannister of Circa Properties. Big thank you to Pet Once St. Louis West for uh, delivering healthy, delicious pet food to your pets all over the place. Mental Health Matters. You know what that is? That's a podcast from St. Louis Counseling Services. I'm not trying to kill Gardner when he does this, but it is kind of fun if you just throw up the graphics. St. Louis Counseling Services. Improving lives since 1955. That's counseling services for businesses, individuals alike. Huge thank you to all of our wonderful sponsors and all the people that uh, show us some love on a daily basis. You guys have been awesome today. And uh, all of our guests, we still have Jordan Rock and Michael DeBay stopping by. So the week's not over yet. Be sure that you get tickets to the marvelous Mrs. Mia. Just a quick reminder, they may sell out by the end of the weekend. They've already just been on fire after one day of sales. So again, Mia Jackson, she saved Lufest. What did you ever do is what I want to know. Uh, so lots of cool stuff going on. And uh, the intern has a word. Travis, did you get kicked in the hallway? Did you get kicked out into the hallway? Because that's what it looks like. No, I did not get kicked into the hallway. He's actually on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> now those sounds make more sense. Yeah, you guys kept making fun of my fart, so I figured, well, I might as well just go to the extra mile. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of get right into it, huh? Can you show us? Because that camera's no. shaking, the camera's shaking like you have it in your hand like you too. could if you wanted to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to know why that thing's shaking, so we'll see what happens. Travis, uh, we uh. do a segment at the end of every show. We award a, uh, <laughs> a prize. Is it climax? 
What? Oh, no. <laughs> hey, it's the weekend. What do you want me to do? Huh? Last week he's passing gas. This week he's, he's Casual Friday. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, real quick, I, I need to report this. Uh, J.C. Sabala, uh, very funny comic here in town, letting us know that... Uh, that young Tommy keeps trying to actually convince people he looks like Johnny Depp, and it's sad. It's more like <laughs> Look, jo- it's more like Johnny Derp. <laughs> oh, good one! Look at me from this angle. Look, look. Here, I'm like a young Johnny Depp in Twenty One Jumps. Can we get a camera three? No, mm, no, right. thank you. <laughs> Dang it! Tommy calling for the camera three. What are you doing? Yeah, look, we've look we've created this. a monster. Look at this. Yeah. When we do this, the cameras are set, Tommy. All right, look at this. Watch. Johnny Depp right there. Nope. That was that was pretty close. It did look Depp-ish. If I if I tighten my facial muscles. Mm. I don't know. Chris looks like Johnny Depp when they pull him out of the ocean. Yeah. Oh nice. That was good. Dressed like a (laughs) pirate on Monday. What do you think? What do you Uh, think, Devin? Absolutely not. Uh, Ryan Drummond, who just left here, uh, actor and uh, voice of Sonic. Travis, I don't know if you caught that. He did Sonic's voice. It was pretty awesome. Um, his wife that was just here, their good friend who graduated from Webster, runs or I think does the puppeteering for Big Bird and Kermit in New York at your studio. Chris, I don't believe that one bit. Stop. I'm lying. not kidding. I, I was the most earnest thing I've said in six years. I was there when they said it. Yeah, it was. They were yeah. like, "Hey, what a coincidence!" I was like, "That is freaking crazy. What a small world." Get that picture down. Get it down. They're not credentialed. Uh, you look like Johnny Depp's brother Timmy, who has never seen a boob in his life ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? That's from Kankles. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard That's anyone fun- say. That is the funniest thing Kankles has ever seen. Congratulations, Kankles. Oh, well, he, must, he, he, he must not have the kids this weekend. He must be letting them loose. He looks like Johnny Depp's brother from a PSA about heroin. Oh. <laughs> what does it mean I look like I could actually tear toilet paper when I take my glasses off? I don't get that one. I don't think, uh, I don't, I'm not sure. Let's do some fair or foul. All right. Oh, hold on. Travis's camera is making me almost vomit. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go, guys. Let me, Let me dig deep for this little silly-ass podcast. It's now time for the people's fair or foul. I'm not playing it unless you actually give it some fucking mm-hmm. effort. Yeah, you got lo- you to gotta, you gotta show it some love. It's now time. For fair foul. There it was. That's this the is the fighting moment. Change has come to America. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say, fair or foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for fair. We give it back to you. The people. Or foul. As Cookie Monster would say, we gon' fail your foul. <laughs> Sounded Cajun. Yeah. <laughs> 
Louisiana <laughs> Cookie Monster. Yeah, it sounded like a jockey. Yeah, like one of the jo- Louisiana jockeys. That's strange. Like Calvin Burrell. Were you that actor that's in all those Sandler films? Yeah, Farmer Fran. Mm, strange. Uh, we asked you an important question uh, about paying money to meet actor Rob Lowe. Uh, young Tommy heads to Nashville to meet Rob Lowe. Young Johnny Depp. <sighs> uh, some great submissions, I'm assuming, today. Uh, we are giving away Soul Shine Barefoot Massage Therapy free massage for the winner. Here we go. Foul! Why pay money to see a pedophile talk for 90 minutes when you can go to mass and do it for free? Mm. Mm. From Yale Hollander. Shot, shot from the synagogue. Oh, man. Is Rob Lowe a vampire because his face has not changed since the Brat Pack? Answer the question, Travis. He's a, he's a, he's a fine-looking white man, I'll tell you that. That was from Lisa. Uh, foul, but I hear for the ladies, if you buy one adult ticket, a child can join in for free. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. Triangle <laughs> assassin. Oh, 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 man. I work so hard to get us sponsors. <laughs> They're all gonna go away one God. just one of these times. Fair. Who else has been in Tommy Boy and the West Wing? TT's Pink Eye. Very true. Very true. Bo Derek. She played a uh, senator's wife. I've never seen the West Wing. Foul. Tommy looks 16 and is kind of cute. Yeah. If he plays his cards right, not only will he have not have to pay to meet Rob Lowe, but he could also be in a video with him. Oh. Cankles. Oh, 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 oh. I made a mistake. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. You did. I'm yeah. Call- hey, I I will admit my mistakes. Mm-hmm. This is a great one. And I made a mistake today. This is one of my favorites. I uh, I'm gonna go with Lisa. Uh, a, a woman needs empowered, needs the platform to be empowered. And I would prefer her get the uh, massage prize. Mr. Gardner? I'll go triangle. Which one was the one about the child ticket? Triangle. Yeah, that's triangle. That was was very funny. That was real good. Travzy? I'm going Lisa. That's Ah. a tie. Tie goes to the woman. Lisa wins! We woke! Congratulations, Lisa. You get a free massage from Soul Triangle, you won in my Barefoot massage. Oh, let's all admit, that was from the... That was one of the best submissions I've ever seen. It was very funny. Uh, big thanks to everybody for tuning in today. Travis, hopefully uh, the New York weekend treats you very well, sir. I'm done with you, folks. Yep. Thanks for uh, making me motion sick. After this, guys, keep it here. We'll talk to Jordan Rock and Michael DeBay in just a second. See you, Trav.